0: just go to cars.com. It's magical.
1: So, you're a Cleveland Browns fan. Just how big of a fan are you? Do you deserve a seat at the dog's table? Well, you're here, aren't you?
2: The best fans, the most patient fans in the league. The Dogs Table. Touchdown! Hub!
1: If you're obnoxious, opinionated, over the top, and you live for the Browns. 45
2: 40, run, William, run! 20, 15, 10, 5, Touchdown!
1: Welcome to your new family. The Dogs Table, an official Dogs by Nature podcast on the SB Nation and Vox Media Podcast Network. Let's do this.
2: Welcome to the, the Dog's Table. Now your hosts, Craig Fountain and Ryan Angelo. Let's go. Let's go. Go.
1: What's up everybody? This is Craig Fountain and Ryan Angelo with The Dog's Table, uh here for Dogs by Nature via SB Nation and Vox Media. How are you doing today, Ryan?
0: I'm good, buddy. Happy holidays to you and the family, Um, but uh, Victory Tuesday. Can't complain.
1: Victory Tuesday, and we are in one of those situations, and uh, the episode is titled appropriately, and it is So You're Saying There's a Chance. Uh, We are going to get into the Cleveland Browns playoff chances. We're going to recap the Browns win over Baltimore and get into this week's preview of the browns versus the new Orleans saints and the browns defeated the ravens 13 to three this past week this is this is really strange going from saturday to saturday right um (laughs) it's just it seems like the whole schedule's like off a little bit it's throwing throwing me for a little bit of a loop but uh It worked out. We came away with a victory. It was Deshaun Watson's debut at first energy stadium in front of a home crowd. It was a low scoring affair. Uh, He is continuing to progress and showing, you know, improvements uh, coming back from quite the absence. Uh, He didn't set the world on fire. There was nothing spectacular about his performance, but he did what he needed to do to get us this win. Give me your thoughts Ryan on this win and uh let's start with the the offense in Deshaun Watson. Uh
0: yeah, I mean I think it was uh, you know it, the weather was kind of funky there was some wind to deal with um snow started to come down I think it was the third quarter but uh I mean it was it was a good game overall for the offense. I think that they're still struggling along the offensive line um you know, they're, they're not moving the ball on the run game as they would like to. Uh, I know Nick Chubb was 21 for or 21 carries for 99 yards, but um, it didn't feel like he had 99 yards. He really like was, did not. No, nah, it was, it was tough at all. I mean, it was just tough sledding the whole game, uh, which is to be expected against Baltimore. They have a, a pretty decent, you know, uh, defense, so um, they're good against the run. They're always aggressive, but uh, you know, Watson was great. I thought, um, you know, like you said, not crazy numbers. Um you know, 18 for 28, 161 yards, one touchdown, uh, QBR of 96.1. Um, you know, he's, he's improving. You can tell there's rust. You can tell that he's still getting to, to know the receivers. Um, he looks like he's commanding the offense. Well, though, uh, I felt like he showed some of his escapability. Um, you know, it's, it's encouraging to see. I think it's, it's,
1: it gives me some hope. Yeah, he had a uh, ninety-one point five passer rating. What did you say his QBR was? QBR was ninety-six point one. Okay, Deshaun Watson's was. Yeah, that's okay. what it says. Um. All right, he was eighteen of twenty-eight, one sixty-one, and a touchdown. Um, I'm showing a QBR of forty point <clears throat> four. I don't know. Uh, anyways, I will. Uh, I'm wrong, that's what this says. Let's see here. Either way, either way, it didn't feel like Nick Chubb had 99 yards. Uh, it rings true though to this day, right? Nick Chubb, 20 plus carries, we get the win. Yep. Um, who's 21 of 99, 4.7 yards per carry. It was nice to see a little bit of a bounce back for him. Uh, the something we kind of talked about last week, which is going to be interesting to watch as the season goes on is the split in, in the, in the touches on the ground for Chubb hunt and Watson. It was an almost perfect two to one split heading into Deshaun Watson's return with Chubb and Hunt. hunt had a third of right. the carries Chubb at two thirds. It was, it was almost perfect. Um, Chubb had 21 carries, cream Hunt four carries, Deshaun Watson six. Um, and then uh Jacoby Brissett had a carry, and Michael Woods had a carry. The other thing that is interesting is we were watching the Watson and Peoples Jones connection. And Watson targeted Amari Cooper and David Njoku more than he targeted People Jones this game. Uh-huh. Uh David Njoku hauled in three of six targets for 28 yards. Amari Cooper, four of six targets for 58 yards. Donovan Peoples-Jones, four of four targets for 31 yards and a touchdown. So the the success rate when targeting Peoples-Jones is outstanding. Four of four, right? Right.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: you know, so that's a connection that, that we're really enjoying. And I think that as the season moves forward in – and he continues to target, especially those three pass catchers. We're going to see more and more and more efficiency. Um, you know, other than that, nobody had more than two targets in this game. But we did see Dalen Baldwin, who was a who was a new name on the field. Harrison Bryant, Demetrius Felton, Michael Woods, mm-hmm. Hunt, Nick Chubb all got targets um, in the passing game. What What was your thoughts on the defense? in this game
0: Um, before we get over to defense it does it looks like this website's wrong that i'm looking at for the stat for his qbr i don't know why it says 96.1 but i think you were right on it espn has it right but no um defense you know you can't complain three you know three points given up in the game um i would say that a linebacking crew that has been kind of just beat up um Performed. I mean, they 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 gave up 125 yards on the ground to Do, um, J.K. Dobbins, but it didn't feel like Baltimore was running all over us. Like I, I know there was chunks here and there, but they were able to keep the the run game pretty pretty decently in check. I would say, at least that's what it felt like to me. Um, but I mean, you can't ask for a better performance out of a defense that. <laughs> is missing. I mean, every starting linebacker that they need, um, they've got guys coming off the streets playing linebacker for them. I mean, you know, guys that haven't played all year. So, uh, you know, to have that kind of a performance was great. Um, they kept Huntley from scrambling and hurting them with his legs. Um, pretty much didn't give up anything really. I mean, it was, it was very impressive. Mark Andrews had a down game. Um, but like I said, I mean, they, they gave up some yards to JK Dobbins, but it didn't feel like that the, the, the ravens were able to impose their will at all on the defense which was encouraging um so yeah i was overall i was i was pretty happy with it
1: yeah and i think part of the reason we had some success was uh going up against tyler huntley fresh out of concussion of course, protocol yeah. you know he was 17 of 30 for 138 uh no touchdowns he had an interception uh we sacked him three times he had a passer rating of 54.6 qbr 12.6 you know it didn't feel like they really had a ground and pound game going when you were watching it, but they did put up 198 yards on the ground with an average of 7.1. Now, J.K. Dobbins ran for 125, averaged 9.6 on the ground. Gus Edwards, 7 carries, 7.9 yards per carry. Um, So, you know, that played into it. But you're right. Mark Andrews had a down game. Seven seven targets, three receptions, and we held them only to a field goal. Now, yeah. uh, phase of the game everybody's really talking about this week following the win over Baltimore is special teams, and Cade York in particular. Cade York is on the struggle bus, and I want to know what your thoughts are on Cade York. <coughs>
0: Um, well, it sucks cause I got him on my fantasy team this year, but, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, no, I mean, you didn't, didn't drop think, him yet.
1: I dropped I him drop a long him. time ago. I
0: didn't drop him. I'm, I'm riding okay. with him. I listen, right. listen, I won the first round of my fantasy uh, <laughs> playoffs. So I'm, I'm riding with it. No, you know, it's, it's tough to kick in that stadium to begin with. Um, I just, I don't know if it's a mental thing or if it's a mechanics thing, you know, you, I saw a breakdown of the the one attempt that he completely shanked really, really bad. Um, So, you know, it's, you know, it's typical. I mean, it's the Browns struggling to find that solid kicker that they really need. I mean, the guy seems to be automatic from 50 plus, but he struggles inside of 40 for some reason. So it's, you know, it's tough to watch sometimes, but uh, I'm just looking forward to the when we can finally feel comfortable when our kicker comes running on the, onto the field. You know what I mean?
1: This is uh, an interesting stage, right? Like we invested a draft pick in a kicker, which is not the most traditional move, and it was an area where they felt like, hey, we we've got a plethora of these day three picks, especially round four. Let's let's take a kicker. You know who we thinks the best kicker in the draft and you know we'll we'll go from there some of the most accurate kickers in nfl history didn't have the best few seasons to start their career so it does right. require a little bit of patience the other thing to think about is where he's kicking you right. know justin tucker missed a field yeah, goal. he's he's, he he's one of the best to ever do it so you know he <laughs> if justin tucker's missing a field goal the the conditions are not ideal
0: correct um it's tough to kick there. I mean, when that wind starts swirling around coming off the lake, it's, it really is tough to kick in that stadium.
1: A couple things. And uh, if you're watching live, we appreciate you tuning in. If you're listening on the dogs by nature podcast network, uh, just know that we go live every Tuesday at 9 PM. You can watch the show on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. If you would like on our social media profiles and uh, the replay is saved there. Um, so we are getting some comments and uh, you know, People have questions. Uh, Perion Winfrey. Uh, I think we're seeing some more consistency out of him. You know, if you're looking for our thoughts on Perion Winfrey, it's encouraging. Uh, a little. It would have been nice to have seen some of this progress uh, with his development a little earlier in the season. I think he had to learn some hard lessons, and uh, they disciplined him a few times. But uh, hopefully it's coming together and hopefully the this kind of correlates into into a progression that's going to carry over through the offseason into next season. He is a rookie. So we'll see what happens. But, you know, I think the Browns were truly looking for not, not an immediate like game changer, but like an immediate uh uh, you know, somebody who could come in right away. In place, serviceable defense, and I don't think they got it quite what they expected. Um, yes, Tucker missed two, Second
0: very uncharacteristic.
1: Um, you know, and uh, Baldwin, Baldwin, <clears throat> on uh, he, he was playing wide receiver for us. Uh, he's just a guy, you know, don't get used to that name. I don't think so, anyways. Uh, do you have a, an opinion on that, Ryan? No, I mean, I mean, it, it, he, I mean, he is what it is. You know
0: what I mean? He, he would be on a roster if, if he could produce significantly at a high level, you know, consistently. Um, I mean, I mean, obviously the guy <clears throat> did well for us. Um, he's, he's on the roster now, you know, see what he can do the rest of the time he's with us, but um, you know, definitely a practice squad guy that is, is getting elevated because of, you know, some injuries and some need at the position. So, um, I mean, it was great. He came in, made some plays for us. Um, he, I mean, he seemed like he was pretty decent. So, you know, it, listen, I'm, I'm not against giving a guy a shot. I, I could care less where you come from. I don't care if they get you off the street. I don't care if they get you from a junior college. I don't care. I don't care. Um, you know, if you can produce for my team and you can play at the at the highest level, then, you know, all power to you, man. I, I
1: All right. So, not the prettiest win, but we got one nonetheless. The Cleveland Browns sit at six and eight. They have a winning record at home. They're four and three at home, and uh, they're at home again this week. Before we get into previewing the Browns and Saints game, let's talk playoffs chances. Uh, (laughs) You know, (laughs) the title of the episode again. So, you're saying there's a chance. It's not much of one, but they have not been eliminated from the postseason mathematically yet now right. i was playing around with some odds calculators and right now the browns have a one percent chance or less of making the postseason which right. does not come as a surprise to anybody no. that's uh been paying attention with that being said what was more interesting is without really changing other situations that are out of control without recording wins and losses if you just If you just say, hey, the Browns are going to win their next two games. What are their chances of making the playoffs? And without help, it is 4%, right? Um, So a win this week isn't going to change things a whole lot, even with some help. But everything kind of went right for the most part this past weekend when it comes to who needed to win and who needed to lose uh, elsewhere in the league correct so 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 we got some help so we're still in it do you know what the odds are if they win the last three games uh it's it's really not much more than four percent because everything is going to be dependent on help right um you know so it is uh that gets more complicated when you start you know yeah, that's too plugging much plugging in though. who's winning what games and, and this and that. So, yeah. You know, we really want like the Chargers to lose out. We want the Jets to lose out. You know, it's going to be they're going to they're going to leave us a little bit of hope going into the last game of the season. I just have yeah. a feeling that, you know, it's, that's the way it's going to go. This is a a big week and I don't think the Saints are an opponent that strikes fear into anybody, but the elements in which this game is going to be played could easily affect the outcome. And what's interesting to me, if you're looking at the Vegas odds, it sent me down a little bit of a rabbit hole. So currently the over under for this game is 31.5 points. So Vegas is saying, both teams' scores combined are not going to total more than 31-1⁄2. half. That is the lowest in over a decade of any game, of any game. The weather has something to do with it, and the way that New Orleans has been playing and the way that Cleveland's been playing both have something to do with it. Uh, the last four games in for Cleveland, I believe, they hit the under. The last three for the Saints hit the under that has something to do with it. But the high right now, temperature wise for the game against the Saints this Saturday, Christmas Eve is 12 degrees and they're anticipating a wind chill in, you know, it's going to be negative 10, negative 15, negative 20. You know, it's going to be frigid. God bless anybody who goes and watches this game, you know, (laughs) Uh, be prepared be prepared. Yep. But uh you know it's going to be very 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 cold, wind gusts up to 60 miles per hour. Uh it may not accumulate but they're also there's also a chance of snow. So aside from that, it it sent me down a little bit of a rabbit hole as far as like okay, what has happened in the past in these scenarios? There is only In the last 20 years, there's only been 52 total games with 20 mile-per-hour wins or greater. Uh, 29 times it hit the under. Um, There have only been 16 games with 25-plus mile-per-hour wins, and only twice has the game closed with a temperature below 20 degrees. Both Uh, of those games were in Cleveland. Once against the Steelers in 2009, once against the Bengals in 2008. Um, And the points scored in those games was 34 and 31. All right. Uh, The Browns beat the Steelers 13 to six. The Bengals beat the Browns 14 to zip. Um, So even going back further than that, Let's go back to 2006 to see where the totals close with Vegas. You go and find the lowest over unders since 2006. This would be the third lowest. Second was 31 Denver and Cleveland uh, in 2006. The other would have been 31 Cleveland and Cincinnati in 2008. So the weather has a huge effect on this this is going to be a low scoring game 100 best anybody can tell so it could very easily go one way or another it could be one play that decides this game so while if we were playing and it was 40 and five mile per hour winds even if it was a little rainy or something like that you know, again, the, the Saints don't really strike fear into you. I feel like the Browns can compete with the Saints. Not a problem. Uh, Agreed. You put the elements into consideration. You have questions about Nick Chubb. He's got a nagging little bit of an injury that he's nursing. You know, how heavy do you run Nick Chubb? Uh, it's going to be cold. Um, you know, what is the, what do you make of this game? What's going to be important? How do, how do the Browns attack this?
0: God, this weather is just par for the course for this season, isn't it? Like, it's, I mean, they're going to run the ball. I, I don't, if the winds are as high as what they're anticipating, I just can't see how you can consistently pass the ball in that weather. Um, <clears throat> when that wind comes into the stadium, it swirls so bad that it just makes it extremely difficult. I mean, we we saw part of it this past weekend when Justin Tucker missed his first kick, it hit the wind and just died. And it, you could just tell a significant difference in, in how his, his power was affected because of the wind. So, um, and this is going to be even worse. So I, I, I think kicking is going to be a disaster. I think thro- uh, passing the ball is going to be a disaster. They're probably going to have, uh, it's going to be run heavy by both teams. Very, very short passes. Um, they may try to air it out a couple times, but, I'm going to say that there's going to be very uh unsuccessful uh i would personally if it was me i'm I'm going under in this game i I just can't see this being a a 20 you know whatever to 20 whatever game i think it's going to be a a 13 10 14 7 type game um i just i don't think it's it's going to be a, a very high scoring game at all Every Monday, our friend Ashley Escada will be curating and hosting these interviews and sharing with us what she's learned.
2: I can't believe the McRib locator was originally a tornado locator. Right. <laughs> Pretty wild.
0: Listen to our Solo Acts miniseries now in the VergeCast feed, anywhere you find podcasts.
1: Yeah, so it's kind of, uh, <laughs> it's still kind of hard to take the under when historically, wow. I mean, this is, a it. historically low total. So we'll see where it closes out. Um, <clears throat> you know, and and somebody in the comments brought up a good point. You know, hopefully Stefanski holds practice outdoors um, or in the stadium. That, that could be something that happens. Um, you know, but this is going to be one of those tests. Like, it wasn't warm last week, but this is going to be something that Deshaun Watson hasn't experienced very many times. I'm not going to come out here and say like, he can't play in cold weather or he's, you know, none of that stuff, but this is, this is different. You have to, and it's something that he's going to have to get accustomed to playing in Cleveland over the next what, four or five years or whatever. He's going to have to get used to this. So it'll be interesting to see how he handles it in tandem with his, his progression and his development in this system. I feel like you had something to say there.
0: I I was just going to say, even if he plays bad in this game, I mean, let's be honest, this game, if the weather is as bad as they're talking, many, many quarterbacks would, would suffer and play poorly in this game. So um, that, that weather is absolutely brutal.
1: All right. So Mm. we have uh, Browns are three point favorites. The weather is going to be messy it, it could be a very low scoring game. Nick Chubb is dealing with, is it a toe? Did you see the same reports I saw toe or ankle, something now. like that. Um, now way he got nicked up, it'll be interesting to see what kind of volume they give him might be a good chance to get cream hunt involved. All right. So I actually got into a discussion with a coworker today about this. I want your opinion, oh. uh, on this cream Hunt. Uh, not much volume since his mini contract disputes what are they doing here are they are they not letting him make an appearance in the box score are are they hoping to devalue him is that what's going on or That's what it feels like you know because it almost feels like in my mind, if they had any intention of letting him leave town, and this is something we've talked about in the past, if they had any intention of letting him leave town, you would think, especially now, they would be giving him all the work he can handle and taking correct. some of the wear and tear off of Nick Chubb. So, correct? That's what I would do, anyways.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm sticking to my guns. I don't think the Browns want to get rid of Kareem Hunt. I think that they like the, the two-headed monster that they have, and I think they're going to do everything that they can to possibly keep him around. Whether that happens or not, it's you know yet to be seen, but I, I don't think they want to get rid of him. I don't okay. think they
1: want him to go. So here's the follow-up question, because this makes a difference. It's up to Kareem Hunt if he stays or goes. Correct. The only benefit to the Cleveland Browns of not letting him put uh performance on tape to put production in the box score would be to <clears> devalue <throat> him. That's the that's that would be the only reason not yeah. to put him on the field.
0: Yeah. It makes it difficult for him to get offered a, you know, substantial contract to sure. somebody else.
1: But if you're Kareem Hunt and you know this is happening, that doesn't make you very happy either. So, yeah. you know, maybe we're overthinking this. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's just the analytics just or term. whatever. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> who who knows what right. how their frame of mind is on some of these things right now. Right. But I think it's it's interesting to see the where his volumes at. because um, if yeah, I'm Kareem definitely. Hunt, and it's it's essentially a contract year. And I don't want to be, whether I want to be back or not, I want to, I want to be out there. I'm mad if you're keeping me uh, from getting the ball in my hands. Right. So,
0: and you never know, it could be a position coach thing. I mean, maybe something's going on with, you know, Stump Mitchell where he feels he he's better off in certain certain situations with Chubb in there. I don't know. I mean, it could just be game plan. It could be a lot of different things, you know, like you said, we could be overthinking it, but.
1: Did you see any difference against Baltimore with the way defenses are playing us against the run? This was something that we talked about over the past few weeks. Uh we hadn't make made anybody pay for putting eight in the box. So they were so they're still, you know, loading up against Nick Chubb. Um,
0: um I, I I don't know. I would have I would have to look at the statistics. Um I, I, I don't know all of the stats from Baltimore's game plan, but I would say that they definitely, I mean, Baltimore's a little bit different because they get a lot of pressure up front naturally out of the talent that they have in the front seven. So, you know, they run a lot of things like bringing Kyle Hamilton on blitzes off the edge. they uh, their young, talented, you know, safety. Uh, they like a lot of blitzes that way. So it's, <clears throat> it's a little bit different, but they, I didn't feel like they crowded the line of scrimmage, but again, I could be talking about it, but I need to, I need to go back and look at, you know, I'd have to see like the, the all 22 or whatever it was of it. But, um, it didn't feel like it was as aggressive as far as loading the box, but they did blitz a lot, but they liked to blitz a lot. So for them, it's hard to say whether they did something outside of the norm.
1: Uh, who would you say is going to be the biggest factor this weekend against the saints? Would it be, would it be Nick Chubb? Would it be Kareem Hunt? What, what do you, what are you thinking?
0: Um, I'm going to go with Deshaun. I think that, and the reason I say that is I think his, his legs are going to be important this weekend, um, with the inability to, you know, throw the ball in this weather consistently. I, I think that the game plan is going to be run heavy and I think it'll be important for him to use his legs, um, they see a lot of the read option. Like you, you notice that he did, he's they're starting to kind of sprinkle in that read option, uh, with him. So I think they're starting to trust his legs a little bit more. And I think that you'll probably see a little bit of that, um, this weekend where he's going to need to, you know, either scramble or, you know, pick up some tough yardage with that read option. Uh, so I go with him. I mean, obviously, it's the easy low hanging fruit is to say that it's cream hunt or, you know, uh nick chubb but i think that his his legs are such a a dynamic part of the offense when it's working that i think he really could make a difference in the game
1: all right so let's talk about something that could affect the the running game uh and and we'll get into the injuries now i'll have clarification for everybody listening or uh watching on the nick chubb injury also um but The Browns designated center Ethan Pochick to return from injured reserve, so there's a chance he could play uh, this Saturday. That would be huge, huge for this offensive line. Yes. Now we didn't expect a ton out of him, you know, coming into the season. Nick Harris was the guy, and Pochick looked outstanding while he was on the field. Uh, You know, in Seattle, he had injury issues who knows if this is a route they try to take long-term because he does have injury issues. Uh, He found himself on IR this year, but uh, that would be outstanding if he could, if he could come back. So let's get into uh, the injury report. Okay. The Browns, David Bell was limited in practice. Uh, David Njoku was limited uh, with, with a knee issue. Denzel Ward limited with a shoulder issue. Donovan Peoples Jones got a rest day. He did not practice. John Johnson did not practice with uh, a thigh injury. Miles Miles Garrett did not practice with an illness. Amari Cooper was resting. He did not practice. Jadavion Clowney concussion did not practice. Joel Petonio rest did not practice. Nick Chubb foot. Nick Chubb has a foot injury. He did not practice. So you know, so nobody practiced. N- yeah, right? So, like, we have <laughs> – I mean, on the on the offensive side of the ball, injury-wise. Now, Batonio Beton- and Donovan Peoples-Jones, they were resting. Amari right. Cooper, they put rest-slash-hip. We were kind of joking about that last week. Like, which is it? Is he resting or does, does he right. have a hip issue? Offensively, though, you have Nick Chubb not practicing because of his foot. And uh, David Njoku was limited. On defense, you have Clowney with a concussion, John Johnson with a thigh, and uh, Denzel Ward is limited with a shoulder. So there's, I mean, there's definitely, they're banged up. Yeah, for sure. Now, Saints injury report isn't quite as long. The only players that did not practice were Chris Olave with a hamstring issue, Dwayne Washington uh, with an illness. Marshawn Lattimore was limited in practice with an abdomen issue. Adam Troutman ankle limited Uh, nobody else really too notable for the saints, but uh, that's another thing with the weather. This weather could make playing through some of these injuries or with some of these injuries much more difficult too. Oh yeah, man. When it's
0: frigid like that and you're taking hits that hurts 10 times worse than it normally does. It's harder to get loose. Your, your body's tight. You're, you're cold, you're shivering, you know, it's hard to stay warm on the sidelines like it's it makes injuries a lot harder on on, fo- on football players for sure
1: yeah i mean we're in our 30s i, I don't know about <laughs> you but i know if it's about to rain or if it's cold out <clears> there. <throat> cuz my oh, god are, my
0: knee joints start to know? hurt and like <laughs> i'm like oh
1: the rain's coming i can feel it but uh yeah so hopefully we get healthy this week hopefully we have poachik back You know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. If he's healthy, he'll play. But, you know, just because he's designated to return from IR doesn't mean that he's a slam dunk either. Right. Uh, So.
0: And the Browns take cautious approaches with pretty much everything. So, I mean, if he's not ready, he's not going to play.
1: And I don't really get the feeling that they're in. uh, I don't know what the best way to put it is. Like, win now sounds. I don't know too broad, but like if if they don't win this game, like it's not happening. It's right. probably not gonna happen anyways, but I don't I don't feel like they're gonna do you think they'll roll out guys and risk injury and hurting themselves no in order to try to get this win to stay alive to get to a four percent chance to make the playoffs in yeah. theory.
0: I would say no. I mean I, I... I think the organization is is smarter than that. I, I mean, there may be some guys that want to play, but I, I think that if they're if they're significantly banged up, that they're probably going to pack them up and, and be careful with them.
1: It's really difficult to know where their mindset is at. Yeah. In a perfect world, they're they they still believe they have a chance. They're still playing for something. They still yeah. believe they legitimately have a shot. But do they? Right. You know, yeah. I don't know. It's really hard. It's really hard to tell.
0: I mean, listen. If you win your last three games and you end up what nine and eight on the year, I mean that's
1: not terrible. I mean, it's not the, terrible, but it's no. a it's a moral victory. Then again, yeah. like when Hugh Jackson's five year plan was leaked with Jimmy Haslam, and okay. it involved uh, the expectation to have a losing record. Yeah. What three years in? Uh, yeah. You know that that brings <laughs> questions, right? So who knows? I mean, it's definitely not
0: where we wanted the season to be, but I mean, given how it started, how it's gone to this point and the injuries that we've dealt with and all that good stuff. I mean, I personally, if they won out, I would not be upset about a nine and eight season just because of how things have gone, uh, missing Watson half your season and all that good stuff. So, I mean,
1: to me, I'm not that worried about it because I think that even if we win out, it's it's we're likely not going to make the playoffs and let's say well, we huh, yeah, do make sure. the playoffs. Let's say we do make the playoffs, Oof. right? The, the stars align in the, the unthinkable happens and we actually get in then right. what do we really think they're going to advance in the playoffs? I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I don't see it. I don't see it. No. it, it it's, <clears throat> mm, I could be wrong. Maybe it's, maybe it's fixed. And, uh, they they got us down to a one percent chance, and we're going to come back and win it all. I don't know. But, yeah, right.
0: Uh... Uh, sure. That's. <laughs> I, I wonder. I wonder if that's ever happened in the history of the of the NFL. Like somebody was that low and came back and ended up winning a title. But, um, <clears throat> I, I would say they're probably not going to make it. And if they did, you know, magically in some way, I don't think that they're healthy enough or have the depth, um, or the production uh, to make a deep playoff run right now.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, and somebody in the comments is saying, you know, nobody thought the Bengals were going to make it. They limped their way into the playoffs and then surprised people. Um, I don't, at this point, I don't think we're as healthy or talented as that team was. And, uh, you know, I know it's it's popular to hate on Joe Burrow, but my expectations for Watson aren't there yet. So, (sighs) I don't know. Uh, God, I should yeah, I not mean, have said that out loud. I'm going to get roasted for that. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah no, no.
0: I don't know. I, the Bengals are a force right now, man. You can't deny it at this point.
1: Pessimism is a weakness. They're, they're on me for being pessimistic again. Oh, that's all right. Um, We're
0: both pessimistic i mean it's we get this every week it's okay that's what but our our, you keep coming back to listen to the pessimism so
1: (laughs) he's he's trying to change our lives for the better he's he's Mm -hmm. bringing optimism to the dog's table or his pet projects. now yeah he's uh he's here to reform us to make to make us better people stronger bigger faster stronger people yes uh so but uh all right predictions for this week, <clears throat> give me some predictions. What's gonna happen? Um,
0: I think Browns win a very low-scoring game. Um 10-7, nine to six, something along those lines. Like just some funky, ugly, low-scoring affair win. That's all I got for you.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, this is a game where probably extra points probably aren't even going to be guaranteed. Right. You could see them going for two. It's probably <clears throat> going to be some weird scoregami thing. Right. You know, I'm going to go with, you know, 12, six. Three okay. three touchdowns okay. between the two teams. Nobody makes an extra point or converts a two-point conversion. I, I like it. I, I don't it. know, but uh <laughs> you know it, it's gonna be something like that. I I would I would like to think the Browns have the home field advantage and yeah. that they, they can compete with the with the Saints. The Saints right. can be dangerous though. They they are a he talented team.
0: Uh Chris Olavia be a thing to watch too. His his injury status. I mean, if he doesn't play, that's that's arguably their their top weapon in the wide receiver room right now. Um, I know Kamara can catch out of the backfield and stuff, but uh, you know, if he's not playing, it's a significant, you know, dent in their, in their game plan. But, um, it, I think the Browns should be able to handle this one. Uh, I, I just don't think that the saints have the firepower that they need right now.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's for sure going to be similar to like the Browns Ravens game. It's not going to be super exciting. It's can be a little bit of a, a no. Nah, I mean, if stuff, the weather's like as bad as it's
0: supposed to be, it could be uglier.
1: <laughs> it's Cleveland, so watch like we're we're in Tuesday and they're calling yeah. for 60 mile per hour winds and a high It'll of. Be degrees. It'll Sunday. be 60 and sunny on Sunday. 60 and sunny. Yeah. Oh man. Christmas Eve. L- listen, yeah. after last year, I mean, I'm not even upset we don't have a Christmas game, but did you see the games that are on Christmas day? Like those are some guard, like nobody's going to watch these games on Christmas day. No, I, I, don't know. The I, playing. Or... I didn't see it. Um, I'll pull it. I'll pull it up real quick uh, just because I don't want to get it wrong. I just remember looking at it going like, this is, this is not, not oh, exciting. Good. Um, I feel like one of the games was supposed to be like, they probably thought it was going to be a really good game. Let's see. We're in week 16. So Sunday they have the Packers Dolphins. Okay. It's in Miami. Maybe an okay game. Yeah. Broncos Rams, Bucks Cardinals. Yeah. That's it.
0: Oh, well, the Bucks Cardinals game would have been better if Kyler wasn't hurt.
1: Yeah, and uh Colt McCoy, man, he got he got lit up again this past week. I don't even know yeah. what's going on with him. I'd be I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't play like that dude's gotten knocked out so many times in his career. It's amazing that he's still still playing. Nice. Yeah. I always said the same thing about Willis McGahee. Like, I'm pretty sure Willis McGahee, even before he got to Cleveland, probably left on a stretcher at least three times just in his pro career.
0: It's crazy. Um,
1: Never mind that injury in the uh in the championship game against Ohio State. Right. In college. That's mm-hmm. when that knee injury. Yep. Went down. But yeah, it's gonna be not, not the best Christmas Day football schedule, but yeah, that's all right. It's okay.
0: That's so okay.
1: let's so you have the Bengals playing the Patriots. That's kind of a tough one because the Bengals are 10 and 4, Patriots are seven and seven. You might root for the Bengals in that game. Um you have the Texans, you'll want to root for them against the Titans. And uh AFC wise Raiders Steelers. Um, <clears throat> I mean, this is all Christmas there, day,
0: right?
1: No, this is Saturday, uh,
0: Saturday. Oh, okay. I gotcha.
1: Yeah. So I'm kind of looking at the games that could have an impact on us. Those are the biggest things. We want the Falcons to beat the Ravens, uh, the Bengals to beat the Patriots probably because at this point you want the Bengals to run away with the division, right? Yeah. Um, they're 10 on four. The Ravens are nine and five uh Patriots are 7 and 7. They're not going to win their division so you kind of want them to take a beat down. Uh Texans, you want the Titans to to lose so you're rooting for the Texans there. Raiders, Steelers, I'm not sure exactly how that fits out fits into our, you know, who are our rooting interests so to speak, but
0: Yeah, that's an interesting one. I'm not sure on that one.
1: Cuz they're both 6 and 8. Steelers yeah. are within the division. But the Raiders, you don't want them to end up 9-8 and eight also.
0: I would say so, it probably doesn't matter for the Steelers because we would have the tiebreaker over them. Um, so far. <clears throat> so far, yeah. But I would say... You probably, I don't think that. I don't, that's a tough one to call. I don't know if that would even matter for us.
1: Yeah, I know this so, last weekend
0: we wanted the Raiders to win, but um, I don't know.
1: Yeah, because they were playing New England. Yeah. So... All right. Well, uh, do you have anything else you want to bring to the table before we close this? No, just
0: uh, happy holidays to the listeners out there. Enjoy your your Christmas with your families. Um, You know, we'll be back next week to to chat about the game, but, uh, you know, definitely have a great weekend. Be safe. Enjoy time with the family and friends and whoever you get together with or however you celebrate. We appreciate you. We love you.
1: Yeah, this is the Dogs Table. I'm Craig Fountain here with Ryan Angelo. We are here for Dogs by Nature, SB Nation, and Vox Media. And uh, stick around for the overtime show. Uh, But uh, if you're listening on the DBN Podcast Network, we appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe. Leave us a five-star review if you have a free minute. Uh, You have no idea how much that helps us out. And uh, until next time, go Browns. Go Browns. This episode was supported by Reddit for Business. You want the right attention for your business, but you don't know where to get it. It should be a place where people actually take the time to engage with your ads. Why not try Reddit? They seem to have the whole engagement thing down pat. With over 100,000 communities, Reddit users are some of the most active online. Meet your potential customers where they feel most at home, with 90% of users trusting Reddit to learn about new products and brands. Just go to redditforbusiness.com slash Vox to learn more.